Welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Saylet. And we're so glad you've come back for our next episode of fun, sexy romance books with a paranormal <laughs> flair. <laughs> yes. yes, join us. Oh, that was a new one. I new know, one. I thought. I was like, you know, we say the fucking same thing every fucking time. We do. <laughs> but we'd finally gotten it down because you remember like the first two years, we're just like, uh, and then we couldn't, we, are, we couldn't start the episode. I was, it was hard. get it shit. out. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> so, um, yes, thank you for joining us. And uh, this one's going to be a quick one, guys. Not that we're lazy, but, the, you know, it's just what it is. Sometimes the books give us a lot. Sometimes they don't. We like it, but yes. not much for us to talk about. Yes. So, but how are you? Things going good? Yeah. Life fine? Fine. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> it's, in our world, it's December, which is like, I'm not going to take on any attempts to fix shit now. It's too late. Mm-mm. December's happening. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't fix shit while you drink eggnog and eat Chex Mix. Like, no, that's just what you've got to do with your life. It's done. After, I mean, really just Halloween. After uh, yeah. That, as, as soon as Halloween crept around the corner, you're fucked Sorry. for the rest of the year. And you're like, okay, we'll, just fucked. we'll talk in January. <laughs> We'll we'll revisit this whole thing in January. We're just going to enjoy the rest of our lives and then get back to the grind later. Yeah, because at this Dude. point, anything you try is just fated to fail. Yeah. I mean, no. that's a really fatalistic viewpoint. And if anyone out there wants to actually try stuff, don't listen to me. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Although for them, it's February. So, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> like, you're in a better time place than we are. <laughs> yeah. You're at the beginning the of the year. The year is fresh and new. <laughs> we're at the end. Just, where everything's right. Where we're challenging. just like, no, it's all fucked up. It's all fine. We're, we're tired, and we're. I got my booster shot yesterday, Ooh, yeah. and so I I do feel a little like tired and jiggly legs and mm. just a little bit. But it's the same effect that I had for the first two shots. So that well, I mean know. that's a good sign. Nothing new, mm-hmm. nothing different. Right. I also right. had zero side effects from my booster, mm-hmm. which I had from the first two shots. So I was like, well, it's zero. consistent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, consistent. Zero effects for me. COVID and me don't mix. <laughs> just That's so crazy because you had COVID. I had so COVID, like... but I had zero fucking symptoms when I had COVID. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, nah, <laughs> Let's, we're just not going to get amped up about this particular disease. <laughs> right, right. Your body is like, fuck it. I'm done with we it. We don't need it's any symptoms for this one. We're fine. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, it's scary. I think it's honestly a lot scarier right now than it even was last year. And that's part of why probably like even this holiday season seeming a little bit angsty and, and fraught mm-hmm. because... I now know so many more people who have COVID or who have gotten it in the past month than I did for all of 2020 and 2020, wow. you know, the first half of 2021. And yeah. there, and almost everyone I know with it is a vaccinated person. It's just, there's just breakthrough cases. They're not bad. They're, they're, you know, quarantining at home. They're taking their, their time and they're being protective, but it's just unnerving because oh, yeah. I thought we'd be done, <laughs> you know, oh, the totally. vaccines and then, but then so many people didn't get them and they're not doing any of the masking and they're not washing their fucking hands because they're dirty ass assholes <laughs> and they're <laughs> spreading this fucking thing around and you're like, God yep. damn you, stay the fuck home. 
Yeah, it's frustrating when some of us are trying and the others aren't, and the ones that are trying are being affected by it, too. That's if the thing. If we all just fucking tried, just do it. It's fucking together. Together! But we've Jesus completely Christ. lost that sense of togethership. Oh, yeah. It's really sad. Totally. I love, like, some of the European countries, like Austria and Germany, have, inst- Germany. have instituted yeah. lockdowns for unvaccinated people. And fines. <laughs> yeah, like, your ass will get in trouble and yep. we'll charge you mm-hmm. money. If you're caught out of your home without a vaccine. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, good. Fucking make them stay home. Uh, they don't want to yeah. get a vaccine? Fine. We can't make you. Cool. But guess what? Now you have to stay home. <laughs> now you can't go anywhere. See you later. Asshole. Fuck you. Yeah, I just, I can't. I can't deal with it. The boys got their second shot yesterday, too. And Alice is feeling some residual stuff. But it's so funny. They gave me their... <laughs> They gave me their cards, their COVID cards. And I was like, oh, these are tiny. They're so cute. They're like mini size for kids. And then I brought them home, put them with ours. They're the exact same size. Okay. I was going to be like, really? (laughs) No, I'm just a moron. (laughs) I was so stupid. I was like, oh. I don't know why. It just looks so tiny and cute, but it's the exact same. (laughs) They are kind of small. They are. They're the exact size of thing that gets lost. Yes. Kind of upsetting. They are. They are. Like, oh, no. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. That's good. Let me give you a quickie. Sure. And then we'll get started. Okay. So in light of this book, if you could choose to be a hybrid between two different animals, which ones would you choose? Oh, no. Knowing all of the shit that every single one of these fucking characters go through and what they do in these books, which ones would you want to be? You only choose two. Oh, no. I love these particular shifters more than like any of the shifters we ever read. Yes. Because they're we're, we're, so, it's such a well, like, completely built world is. of mm-hmm. shifterness. Like, they have their own steakhouses and their own yes. pro sports teams and fucking, it's just so good. Um, <laughs> I mean, my favorite, like, animal, so I'd have to be at least partially my favorite animal is a penguin, but God only knows how they would interact with any other animal. <laughs> What if you were a penguin and a panda? <laughs> that would be a sad character. <laughs> they would just be, be like useless, so useless, <laughs> so just waddly and sad, and like sit around. <laughs> oh my god! But okay, so if I'm part penguin, maybe I should mix with another kind of bird. Is that a thing? Should I do that? We haven't met a lot of bird shifters in this world or any. No, we haven't. We haven't. We we had a red hawk once. And that was, that was in a different book. Yeah, it was a different book. Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough question. I really don't have an answer for you. I mean, in this series, my favorite would probably be, be the tigers that we just met, the Finn, the mm-hmm. Malone mm-hmm. tigers. Those Malone's. are fucking awesome tigers. And then a honey, you got to be a honey badger, right? If, yeah. you, if you're going to live in this world as a shifter, part of you've got to be hunter badger because those bitches you cannot kill. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't put him in an incinerator. You can't. You, you cannot can't. kill a honey There's, badger. You cannot. They are indestructible. You mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just got to be one. So, yep. I mean, but that's just in this in this book. I can't say that that's always yes. my answer, but for here. No, no, no. Yeah. Just for this book. Yeah. Yeah, mine's definitely part honey badger, and I think bear. The bears are cool, too. I love the bears. One. I love the bears. They just seem so fucking chill. They are chill. And just 
Yeah, like, and I don't even really care what kind of bear. It could be the panda, which would be, <laughs> oh, those poor pandas. I love them, but goddamn, they don't do anything. No. But are the triplets, they're brown bears, right? I think they're grizzlies. They're grizzlies? Yeah. Okay. Or at least, yeah. yeah, brown, if not grizzly. I think they're grizzlies, though, because they seem to be giant. Yeah, they seem to they're be They're not giant. polar. So think, no, no. But, uh, yeah, those are the Yeah, the bears are cool, too. I do mm-hmm. like the bears. Yep, I mean, I like, I like all these guys. Especially all the yeah. the men. They're all really hot. Yeah. <laughs> they are. So hot. <sighs> all right. So for today's episode, we read Breaking Badger. It's the fourth book in the Honey Badger Chronicles by Shelley Lawrenston, narrated by Charlotte Kane again. And if you have been with us for a while, then you probably remember our previous episodes. Um, let me go back and tell you what when we read them. So Hot and Badgered was the first book, and that was episode 22. And then In a Badger Way, episode 41. And Badger to the Bone, episode 57. 75. Whoa. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know, dyslexic moment. Dyslexia. (laughs) So those are, yeah, those are the other three of this series where we started off, we met the... Malones? No, no. What's the fucking name? Oh, uh, Mick. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, shit. I just had a brain fart, too. What is it? The... Oh, my God. (laughs) Everybody stop. (laughs) What is her fucking name? Dude, seriously. What is it? Okay, now I've got to look it up because I can't think of it. It's not McCleary. It's not McClintock. <laughs> what the fuck is it? I don't know. Oh, shit. Dude, this is bad. <laughs> McKilligan. Huh. Oh, I had to look it up. Yes. McKilligan That's crazy. sisters. Okay, whoa. <laughs> I don't know what happened to my brain. Just died a bit. Okay, so we met the McKilligan <laughs> sisters. They're all the three half sisters, uh, Charlie, Stevie, and Max, and they are just a force of fucking nature. You guys yeah, either have read them or remember them with us, and mm-hmm. you know, you know. Um, in this book, we move on from that tight family group to Max is on a basketball team with other honey badgers, all you know, five honey badger teammates, and one of her teammates is Mads. And that's who we meet, or who this story is about. It's about Mads and Tiger Shifter guy named Finn Malone. So mm-hmm. the I cannot cliff notes this story for you. Oh my god, it's <laughs> too intense, you guys. I couldn't even begin to tell you all the shit that happens in this book and why, mm-hmm. because you know what? I don't even know. It's hard. <laughs> um, suffice it to say, there's a lot of action, a lot of guns and claws and knives and. Fire violence. and violence and people g- violence. getting killed left and right. Torn to shreds. And <laughs> and in the whole point of it is I'm not sure. But the the Finn is one of the Malone brothers and they're called the Black Malones because they are extra large, all black tigers. They don't they're like black mm-hmm. with white stripes. They don't have that red or orange color to them. Mm-hmm. They're Mongolian from their mom's side and the rest of the Malones, a really tight-knit tiger clan, don't really like them or, or have anything to do with them. And their father was killed when they were young and they're still trying to figure out who killed them and why. So they're on this mission. They kind of run into the Honey Badger team 
And through a series of incidents, they end up trying to help each other with different things that is going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of different lots things. Lots of things. People trying to kill so many things. some of them, yes. trying to kill other ones of them, kidnappings happening, fires happening. It's all crazy. But anyway, Finn and Mads kind of start having a little like thing. Her, she just finds out her great grandmother has died, who basically raised her. She's the only one in the family that took care of Mads. All the rest of the family is just a bunch of bitches who like <laughs> treated her really shitty. And it's awful, like awful. So she's kind of upset about that. She's decided to buy a house. So she, of course, buys a house next door to Charlie's because, Everybody's going to live there. It's a block party. The poor bears are just like, we didn't (laughs) didn't ask for a bunch of honey badgers to move in. They did not. (laughs) But it happened. Anyway, they're running around. Things are crazy. He's being nice, he thinks, but he's also kind of flirting with her and he doesn't even realize it. So then eventually the brothers and the teammates kind of push them together and they go on a real actual date. They were supposed to go to like a team dinner, but instead they're like, you go out by yourselves. And so they go off. They have Jamaican food, which sounded really good, actually. Oh, I love Jamaican food. I would like to eat some of that, please. Um, (laughs) And then they, you know, after what, eight, nine hours of the book, they finally have sex. (laughs) (laughs) You do have to wait a while, like a long time. Oh, so long. One sex scene. One sex scene. Now, because it is Shelley Lawrenston, it's a good fucking sex scene. Oh, it's one of the fucking best. She makes you wait for it, but she then gives you the full scene. Now, the one piece that was harder in this book than in others, because in in some of her earlier ones, we at least got like kisses and some teasy stuff between the couples before their sex scene to kind of build the tension. Mm -hmm. We got fuck all of nothing in this book. Like they barely didn't even talk to each other. No, Matt's just like, I just, I'm horny and I want to fuck. And he's like, what? And done. Done. Let's done. do it. Um, and then after that, they seem pretty much coupled up and we move on. That's the end of the book. A bunch of other shit happens. I don't know. A bunch <laughs> of, you guys just, if you want to know the storyline, you're going to have to listen There's to it just no own. way. Follow it on your own. There's no way. There's no way. There's so much going on. Everybody has some type of family problem in this book. All the most dysfunctional families series. you can ever imagine. Every single one of them. So these tigers are actually the brothers of the half sister that they found in the last book. Yes. Of the McKilligan sisters of the last So book. Natalie is their youngest sibling, and she is the result of their mother. After after their father had died, their mother had a crazy one night with Freddie McKilligan, mm-hmm. who apparently just wanders around having sex with people <laughs> and causing trouble for his daughters. <laughs> oh, my God. And so she is, she's only 17. Yeah. And so the the Malone brothers at the beginning aren't so willing to accept that she really is a McKilligan, part McKilligan, part honey badger. Uh-huh. They're like, no, she's a Malone. And and also she she is deaf. So they're they're kind of overly protective of her because she's, yeah, she's one, she's the only girl. Two, she's the youngest. Three, mm-hmm. she's she's deaf. And four, mm-hmm. she's part honey badger. And they're just like, no, don't worry about it. We got you. We're tigers. <laughs> but then they hang out with honey badgers for a while. And they're like, no, never mind. Fucking honey badgers will kill it all. We're going to need a little bit more help with, the, with that. And they're a, she's a McKilligan. She's a um, special okay. honey badger. <laughs> and he's got some fucked up jeans and i love the explanation that they have in the end she's there they're just like steve is like sorry dude you're just gonna have to stay here or and charlie 
were, were like, we have to take care of you and teach you how to be an appropriate McKillian. fucking honey badger because our father is a piece of shit and gave you a whole bunch of fucked up genes. Yeah, she like has some weird snake property. Like she can shoot she, out she venom. Can shoot venom? When she eats snake, like so all the honey badgers love to eat poisonous shit. They eat snakes, yeah. they eat scorpions, whatever. And the rest of the honey badgers just process it, digest it, maybe go into a coma for a day or two and then, and then move on. <laughs> they move on. They're fine. But she apparently doesn't. It like lives in her system and then she can exert it out through either spitting yeah. it or through her pores. Yep. So when she gets kidnapped, she naturally, you know, takes out her her attackers by spitting poisonous spitting venom, venom at them. And yeah. they're like, shit, now we got to figure out how to handle that because that's new even for a McKilligan. Oh, yeah. So they've invited Natalie to come stay with them and say, look, we're going to have to figure this shit out together. We're all fucked up and we're going to be fucked up together. It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. It's, it's the way good. being a McKilligan is, but that's fine. They love each other. They're good sisters. It's a good place. They are. I mean, it's an insane place i would not want a 17 year old to live there (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna have to get used to the fucking chaos that happens though i mean this book has got so much fucking going on so much so much going on but anyway so that's yeah you either love these books or you don't you're either in them or not i have i have decided you know i i've been 100 percent in the badger books since the beginning i know the first one you weren't all that crazy about yeah i loved it i was all on board for the mcgilligans and and especially charlie and berg they're like my favorite fucking characters they are they are the best um and i love them so fucking much but i think we have done our time with this series this will probably be the last one we read for the podcast yeah, because just a, just a note, it's, you know, it's my own personal opinion, but they've kind of shifted from being true romance books to just being action books with mm-hmm. maybe a sex scene. Yeah, um, we didn't get the relationship growth between Mads and Finn that we had in previous ones. Like we really understood Steve and Berg or yeah, uh, not Steve, uh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie and, and Berg. And Berg. And Stevie and Shen. Stevie and Shen. And even Max and the guy whose name we don't remember. <laughs> I want to say it's like Leon. I Leon really wanted to say it was Carlos. And you said it, it wasn't. It could be Carlos. I don't know. And now I don't know. <laughs> you said 75, right? I'll find it. I'll Episode right 70. Oh, Z. Zay. Zay, Zay. Zay. Yeah. Zay. Okay, that's so not like Carlos at all. Or... <laughs> No, it is not. It's Zay. Or whatever it was I literally just said that I don't remember. Well, it's so funny because he was in this book, but they never called him by a name. No, they didn't. They just referred to him as Max's boyfriend the whole they book. Did. And I was like, what was that fucker's name? <laughs> but anyway. No, and yet he didn't come around. No. But Shen was there. But anyway, yeah. I mean, the Shelley's writing is fun. It's very entertaining. It really I is. I love the bantering that she writes with her characters and she i think in this series we have the most diversity oh ever and not just like with animals or supernatural creatures but with like ethnicity and races and uh disabilities the the yeah all sorts of stuff all of it it's amazing it is amazing it is the most like well-rounded diverse world we've ever read because yeah, yeah, like it's greatly represented. The the Malones are Mongolian, mm-hmm. so they keep referencing them as being like these seven foot tall Asian men. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. They all play football and all this shit. And then, yeah, we've got, you know, Charlie is black and Max Max is Asian Asian and Zay is Hispanic. Yeah. Just all we've got. And then all the side characters that we aren't even mentioning because there's a thousand in this book. Oh my God. So many. And they're constantly, they just all crop up and you're like, oh fuck, who was that again? That fucking wolf shifter, Diane, she's always in the books and like the Van Holtzes and shit. And you're just like, oh my God. How am I supposed yeah, to keep they, these all straight? They come from all over the fucking world. It's pretty amazing. I do appreciate that a lot. Like Mads is part Viking. Like mm-hmm. Mads, yes. oh, we should say Mads isn't a full honey badger. She is a hyena honey badger hybrid, but her hyena side is Viking somehow. I don't remember the Vikings being in Africa, but you know, maybe it I, happened. I, I thought the same thing too. And I was like, that, that doesn't seem right. But okay. <laughs> whatever it's fine it's fine uh you know know. vikings in the serengeti whatever they made it there (laughs) sure we don't know i don't know everything we don't know they might have um but so it's just really well it's it's fun these are fun books but yeah like i said it's a little bit less of the romance and more just really straight action (laughs) yeah and i that's fun but it's not what i want for this podcast not what you want not no it's not what you guys listen to us for it doesn't give us any context to really build upon and for us to have a great conversation about i mean the one sex scene in here is incredible so good it's one of the best it's so good she writes some really really great sex scenes so maybe we'll find another series or something from shelly and read it yeah she has other books so we'll most likely read those yeah (laughs) yeah so i mean let's while we're here and like we said it's it's just a whole bunch of violence (laughs) yes and action and you know underlying storylines and things but let's just fucking talk about the sex that's why we're here it's why we're here good one it's what we all come for it's why we read these books awesome (laughs) yeah it was awesome we haven't had a scene set up like this no sort of so this is after the night of their one dinner and then she gets beat up by her cousins, like, real bad. Like, her kidneys mm-hmm. exploding, cause, like, kind of beat up, right? And he's all nervous. He goes home with her, but he's trying to leave because he's... She's also... <laughs> in a lot of, like, all these characters, the women are not subtle, I guess no. I could say. Like, they're not... Like, it doesn't concern... That, like they're, they're, f- they're very abrupt. Yeah, very- so, like... She's decided, you know, she's got to go to bed. He tapes up her her sides and he puts ice packs on her and whatever. And she's just like, all right, I'm going to get into bed. And she just disrobes, takes all her clothes off so she can put in on her pajamas. And he turns around. He's still there. And he's like, ah, why are you naked? She's like, I'm changing into my pajamas. Or even right before that, she used the bathroom she, right in front of him. She, she's front like, of him. I need to pee. And he's like, what are you doing? She's like, peeing? Peeing? <laughs> I think I'm secretly a badger. You might be. You might be a honey badger. That's totally me. I opened up that Pandora's box with Dan when we first started dating. (laughs) We were in the bathroom, like, getting ready for somewhere, and I was like, I need to pee. And I dropped her out and started peeing. He was like, oh, game on. (laughs) So, now. Now you guys are gross in front of each other, and it's fine. We are. (laughs) I do it in front of anybody. I don't care. Yeah, I don't no. care. <laughs> we had an open shower when we were in Belize. I had an open shower. You guys could actually, well, you couldn't. You and I couldn't we're because too we're short. too short. <laughs> but everybody else, all they had to do was just like look into the window and there it was <laughs> all the time taking a shower. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, she's she needs to heal. So, she, you know, he puts her to bed and then she's like, let's watch a movie. And so he stays with her. He's tortured mm-hmm. the whole time because, you know, she's he's she's all it, being naked in front of him. And he's all like, I yes. got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. 
And she's like, no, just hang out. Just hang out. It's fine. She's and so they, casual. they fall asleep. And then naturally they wake up and she's all like rubbing him without realizing it. And he's like, you have to stop. <laughs> yeah. She's I, rubbing his chest. And yeah. he's like, I need, I just can't with that. Right. You know, you're pushing my self-control to the limit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, oh, well, you know, I'm really horny. And we won the basketball game. And usually that means that I, you know, I'm pretty amped up after that. So mm-hmm. maybe we should just, and he's like, but you're injured. She's like, no, I'm fixed. You're, I'm fine. It's fine. She's like, <laughs> I'm totally, I've he- I healed hours ago. <laughs> honey badger. Just the, every excuse is just, it's honey badger. Yep. Don't worry about it. So he was still kind of like trying to be gallant and all like, no, I can't have sex with a broken person. You yes. Know? You know. And she's all like, well, I'll make it easier for you. I'll just go ahead and start. <laughs> So she like crawls over. She rips his pants off, crawls on top of him, and just starts sucking his penis. Yep, upside down. And they're like sixty nine ish, but she's like really short, and he's really well. He's really tall. He's just royally so tall. He, her bottom half doesn't reach Wait. his mouth. <laughs> That's okay. She wasn't intending that. She good. just was. You know, she wanted to do the blowing and it was, sit, you know, apparently backwards on his chest. So, mm-hmm. so he starts. He's like, "Oh, okay. Well, in this case, I have access to your parts." So mm-hmm. he's fingering her, and it's mm-hmm. it is so There's well the butthole. It's so There's well written, the pussy and hole. it good. was so unexpected. It I was, was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> it, it, the description of this was intense. I loved so it so sexy. much. It was so good. And at, one finger, two finger, three fingers. Yeah, and then he like trying to get her off of his dick because he's like, "No, I'm fine," and she's like, yeah. "No." <laughs> yeah, she won't let go. <laughs> she's like, "I am not done, motherfucker." <laughs> and, until he comes, she's just like, "No, I'm not done," and he's just and like, he's like, like <laughs> "Oh, oh, yep." And then he flips her over and goes down on her. Yes. Nice and reciprocation they, there. Yes. He's very generous. And she's just like, sees another galaxy, I think. I mean, that sounded like... Because, per- well, he's she a, he's a tiger. And he did a really neat shifter thing where he partially shifted <gasps> oh, his yeah, tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to have not enough to like scratch no, up her skin. Not full-blown to tiger give it, tongue. We're like, not crazy. Enough sensation so with a little bit of texture. That kind of like, dry, raspy, you know, yeah. feline tongue. Oh, so good. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh my god. I'll take these shifters. I will take them. They yes. are so hot. Yeah, they're super sexy. But then... The problem is they want to oh, yes. have sex. So then he's like, dude, I got to fuck you. I want to fuck you. And she's like, okay, but Condom. this is a brand new house. I mean, she didn't even stock it up. Mel stocked it up for her, one of her teammates. <laughs> That's true. The fact that there's even furniture for them to have sex on is all because of a former of a teammate, Nell, who just basically, <laughs> she bought this, like, Mads bought the house and then now went in and completely furnished it, stocked it with food, clothing, toiletries, just like anything she would need. She's like, I know you and you wouldn't do it. We'd be sitting here on folding chairs watching a TV on a cardboard box. (laughs) And I won't live that way. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. And Mel's rich, so she gets to do all that. But then they're like, oh shit, we uh, need condoms. And she's like, why don't you carry condoms? He's like, I didn't really expect to be having sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a valid point. (laughs) Yeah, sure. But also, come on, man. What the fuck? (laughs) 
I don't know how often it is that men carry around, or even women carry around condoms. Like, is that a, th- a thing that goes in your I think if there's a chance of sex, they should thing? do it. Okay. Well, luckily for them, Mel had them fucking covered, and it was in the drawer. Yeah. With a little note. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For use between, for you and Finn. <laughs> Oh, and then she was like, that bitch. Yeah, she got real pissed at first. And he's like, hey, hey, let's just use the condom. Focus. Let's just. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then he just fucking rams her. Oh, my God. Dude, like, it's not even nice. It's not mean. No. But it's not like, it's like rough. The description of it is so fucking good, you guys. Oh, and his, you he have gives, to fucking and his hear little it. spankings. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah little, yep, he just spankings spanks and- her ass. Ah. Mm-hmm. And he's just pounding, just like over and over and over. And it's just, it's good. It's like, you know, not the typical type of sex, I guess you would expect with like someone who first is starting to get to know, you know, when you first have sex with somebody, maybe it's a little bit more vanilla. I don't know. Maybe that's just my experience. (laughs) And then it gets a little bit more intense later on as you have more sex with the person. But they were they were fucking doing it, and it was fucking fantastic. They, it was it was very good. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I took a moment to think about it some more, and <laughs> that one is rewind worthy. It is. It is. Flag it on the audio. Make mm-hmm. sure you can get back to that spot. It's fucking mm-hmm. worth it. It's so hot. Yeah, it is. Well, here since we're on the topic, let's do our kiss and tell. Okay. I mean, we really there really isn't anything no, much after this. That's all, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So the kiss and tell for this episode is if uh, whether or not we have knowingly had sex without a condom or, you know, like thought about it or just our stories and stuff about condoms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unfortunately. I'm well, not unfortunately. Well, yes, I have made the poor choice in my life <laughs> to go, oh, sex is more important right now than being safe mm-hmm. or protected. And that's, you know, it's not great. I don't recommend it. I would uh, advise people to not follow that behavior. (laughs) Most recently, it happened for Halloween, Mm -hmm. where I was really shocked he did not have one. I was like, what the fuck? He, really? I know! That was my point exactly. (laughs) Now, to be fair, I probably should have, because I, like I told you, I kept a couple episodes ago or whenever, that I had like... Clean the house, clean the sheets, prepare. Like, I was like, I'm having sex tonight. Now, (laughs) that didn't extend to the condom, which was, that's on me. I didn't make that choice. But I kind of, uh, you know, I have (laughs) that old school mentality, I guess, that guys have them, right? men are the ones that are carrying it. See, part of of this also goes back to, I was on birth control for 20 fucking years. That's true. And I wasn't sleeping around. Like, I have very few sex partners. So I was always in a relationship with people. So once we found out we were all clean, it, yeah, I didn't need it for pregnancy protection because I was right. already taking care of that myself. It's only mm-hmm. this year that I've gone off the pill that and then never had sex, so I wasn't all that worried about it because you know my life fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess not my whole life, but you know my relationship uh, fell apart. It's you know it just took a hard right, and so now for the first time I'm actually like. Put, you know, having sex with somebody new and yeah. I'm not on the pill. And, and like, I just made a bunch of choices. Like, the, the best choice was for event to not have full sex, but I didn't make that choice. I was like, never mind, it's fine. <laughs> Which and, is, you know, that's is not it a, fine. I mean, yeah, as far as I know, still, I had a period. Okay. I've had a, I ovulated last week. And so, 
I'm sure unless those are all false things. Yes. Yeah. And since then, he, we've used condoms. He's had them every time since. And I actually have them now. <laughs> I did, oh, good. I did order some and was like, okay. <laughs> nice. I'll have these Very at good. home, so we'll be good. But yeah, it, you know, I've been in that moment like Mad and Finn, only mm-hmm. I didn't have a box in my nightstand that my friends had put there for me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Our, your fucking friends are slacking. Emily. Emily. Why don't you provide Kalina condoms? Come on, Jeez. lady. I'm going to blame her. We should. 100%. We should definitely blame her. Well, you know, you're not alone in this. I know. Us and like uh, millions of other people will go through this. You know, I definitely have. I was very careless when I was entering my sexually active stage when I was in high school and things. Hell, I caught chlamydia twice, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I had never gotten pregnant, but I think that was due to, one, I think the chlamydia, but also other underlying issues. So I guess that's sort of a blessing in disguise. Dan and I were married 10 years before we had the boys. And so I think in the beginning we did use condoms, but after that we were just like, you know what? This is it. You're my person. So we stopped because we did want to eventually have kids. But after 10 years of not having condoms during sex, we figured something else was wrong, you know? But but yeah, definitely. I definitely did that. I did that with, I would say all of my boyfriends, everybody that I've ever been with. I take that back. I think there was only, there was two, two guys that I, three, three guys that I slept with that we always used a condom. But the other ones, no, it was, I was very careless and I didn't care and I don't recommend it. It's not safe. No. <laughs> and it's, it's, it really doesn't take that much to do it. There's, they're so easily readily available too. They're there. And they're, there really shouldn't be like a taboo or a faux pas to go with buying condoms. It's not a bad thing. Just like buying tampons or something yeah. like that. Go out and do that it's 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 a normal thing it's gonna protect you well and now we have the internet they will send you anything you just have that's to order true. it online and then you don't even have to have like because that's what i did i still have never purchased condoms in a store yeah and so i was gonna do it and then i was like oh no i know me <laughs> there's no fucking way I, even with like one of those self-checkouts at, at uh, King Supers. Well, they put them in a very like it's too close to the pharmacy, and everyone can see you. And I'm like, come on, we can't put these somewhere else. <laughs> come on, guys. Yeah, like, totally. yeah. they should yeah. be near order the tampons where no one else wants to go anyway. <laughs> when you make your fucking order at King Supers, you get your milk, your eggs, bread, condoms, yeah. carrots, celery. So you know. So I just got it all. I used online ordering and i had them shipped to me thank you oh i think i used grove for that thank you grove thanks yeah but now so now i do have them and we're all good but you know it's i am almost 40 and i still made the poor choice like (laughs) i was still like really fucking mad at myself later i was like god damn it it wasn't like you can live without sex you've done it for fucking long time before so Mm -hmm. what was so important this one night Yeah. And we had other, there's other things to do that is not that, that doesn't put me at risk for being pregnant or, you know, mm-hmm. a sexually transmitted disease. And especially now that I'm off the pill, like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, my doctor, especially right. when we, when I went off it, was like, well, you have to do something else, you know? And I was like, ah. <laughs> I'm not well, having sex. Well, my plan at the t- well, yeah, I wasn't having sex, so that was easy enough. I was like, "Don't worry about it, lady." But then my secondary plan was to talk Patrick into getting a vasectomy. I right, was just gonna right, be like, right. "Let's just take it off the Let's table and make it not yeah. a deal." But you're gay, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> uh, now I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. So, right. 
that was my that was my long term. That was your process there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, but I can't. I can't only make better choices going forward. So I have taken the steps to make sure that I always have. Like now, Mm -hmm. they're in my purse. That's awesome. I don't wander around thinking I might have sex at any time, but I'm like, well, if I'm going to have them, I might as well have them in my purse because that's where things need to be if I need them. Exactly. And, you know, your body right now is in super reproductive mode because you're almost 40, right? I know. And (laughs) they're, I mean, your body is just like, come on, where are those babies we haven't seen? Well, fuck you, body. I don't want them. So we have to be super cautious. (laughs) I know. That is absolutely the time that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's multiples. You're going to have fucking triplets <laughs> if you don't get that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that would not be cool. <laughs> well, and- Don't worry, I'll run you through how to raise multiples. <laughs> uh, no. No, thanks. <laughs> no. It's not happening. But and part of that, that kind of brings me up to the other part of this equation in our country right now mm-hmm. is actively moving away from abortion care as a health care right. And my ambivalent attitude, well, I live in a state where it's easy. Yes, it's accessible. We... we have we have clinics. We have mm-hmm. the doctors can do it. Like, it's just we don't put up the barriers, even though they fucking put it on our damn ballot every other year. They do. <laughs> we vote that shit down every other year. We're like, no, we bring it up. Keep your fucking personhood amendment to your fucking selves. Mm-hmm. But luckily. I do live in one of those states where it is accessible to me if the unthinkable happens. But so many women in our country don't. They live That's in the states case. where the, yeah. the rights are being rolled back. They're being trampled on and like clinics left and right are closing. There is a case in front of the Supreme Court right now that will be decided on sometime in summer of 2022 that will probably end or significantly reduce the effectiveness of Roe v. Wade as the law of the land. It will basically make abortion not a guaranteed right and many women will find themselves in states that instantly abolish it. And that's upsetting. And it's not a forward-thinking progressive way to be because at the end of the day, it hurts poor women. It's so fucking backwards. And it it hurts mm-hmm. women, it hurts poor women, it hurts women of color. Because you know yep. who can always fucking get one? Those rich white bitches. They can mm. always get themselves <laughs> wherever they need to go. Daddy yep. will pay for it or, you know, a fair husband or whoever it is. Yeah. Will make sure, yep. like all of these Republican assholes with their mistresses will make sure their mistresses still have access to it. But you know yeah. who won't is the poor women who already do not have the, the support and the structure to care care for children or more children if they already have some or you know Mm -hmm. they just they're already at the edges of society and now we're just pushing them further and further down by removing options for them and many of them live in states that already have horrible maternal death rates where yeah especially for yeah the women of color black women in particular being a black woman in mississippi and being pregnant is really Mm -hmm. incredibly dangerous to your health there is a high chance you will die and that's that is upsetting that we're allowing that in this country and we're fine with restricting their choices yep so mm-hmm. all of that and and then making it an option or giving them the option to just you know do the safe haven or put them up for adoption risking their lives to do that type of thing yeah and putting the, these babies into a system that these people that are fucking prosing these things don't even give a shit about they're not going to put anything towards those babies what the fuck are they going to do with the foster system from then on nothing they they don't give a shit after that. No. All they want is a live baby that 
that nobody's going to care for. Yep, that's their number one. Well, their sole goal is to have women without choices. <laughs> yeah. They just yeah. don't want equality for women. And this is the easiest yeah. way to take care of it. Because traditionally, women are seen as property. And uh, this is just another way of enforcing that. Because we take away your choice and your right to bodily autonomy, then you're no longer a full person. Exactly. So mm-hmm. anyway, all of that is upsetting. And it's a bit of a rant. But in the end, it is basically us saying use condoms or protection, <laughs> even if just we are safe. not great examples <laughs> in our own personal lives. But at least we're talking about it and trying to acknowledge our failures and how we're going to yeah. be better. And then yeah. if anyone's feeling inclined, support agencies like Planned Parenthood, which is, you know, healthcare for all. Or mm-hmm. other abortion care agencies. We'll, we'll put up a couple of places where you can either just go for information or to get help if you need it. Or donate if you guys have the means and inclination to do so. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's best to start practicing self-care and stuff because when these rights start being taken away from us and it looks like it it's, is, you know, we have to be proactive and, and take care of ourselves too. But that doesn't mean that we can't fight back. So no. if this bullshit goes through and it and it just it goes backwards and everything, then then that's our time to, to stand up for ourselves again too. But we do need to stand together and yeah. I mean that's I guess what we were gonna do for our fun fuck fact was just, you know, if you guys want to support organizations like Planned Parenthood and and other ones you know, do so. It's the, yeah. Well, right now it's the time for giving for us because we're in December, but you guys are in February right now. So <laughs> yeah, we're in the, the donation Whatever. season. So it's yeah. on our mind. I just did my annual donation to Rocky Mountain Planned Parenthood. So awesome. Well, awesome. I have it scheduled for Colorado Gives Day, which is oh, next, that's coming up. next week in our world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So awesome. Yeah. So back to some fun shit, right? Let's get off sad, <laughs> hard, <laughs> difficult topics. <laughs> the the really happy part of all the story is I am getting sex. So yes, even though I made a bad choice is. once. <laughs> I've now made good choices since, and I'm getting sex, so. We have all been waiting for this, biting our fingers, just like, come on, when's it? And it happened. It happened. We waited patiently. We we submitted our forms. We did our petitions. It's in. And that's good. So It's good. Yeah. It makes me happy. That's, awesome. that's for fucking sure. And it's going well? And- yeah. I mean, it's sex, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And pizza. And well, yes. Hopefully tonight. <laughs> tonight is pizza and sex. I'm ordering pizza from a place called Sexy Pizza, which is even funnier Ooh, in my mind. Yes, I. That is. That's hilarious. I love I one. Like it's good pizza. pizza. Sexy pizza is mm-hmm. fucking delicious. But two, it's it really good. funny to have sexy time with sexy pizza. With sexy pizza. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. At least it makes sense in my head, and it makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that's all going good for you. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. So that's the book. I mean, the long and the short of it is fun book, lots of action, lots of people die, but they die in really fun ways. It's very entertaining. And the the girls are very hilariously matter of fact about it. They are. They're quite funny. The characters are quite quite hilarious. They're quippy and they're bantery and it's just, it's a lot of fun. Some of them are melodramatic. Some of them are like quick to anger, but like it's it's really fun. Fun series. And she writes a steamy ass fucking hot sex scene. And she doesn't, like, yes, there was only one, but it was long. It was probably 
probably yeah. like what 20 minutes 15 20 minutes of audio yeah it was good it was detailed i mean it goes on it's not just like well they kiss and then fuck and bye-bye uh, right right it's fuck yeah. it's good she gives it to us so Definitely. we recommend that so let's i think it's time to rate okay yeah let's rate let's All do right. this so sex and then book. book. Yeah, we've got enough of it. I think, like you said, it was very, it was good enough. We only got one scene, but it was good enough that I think we could rate it. Yeah, we can, It'll be fine. We can rate it. Yeah. Cool. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Seven. Nine. Oh, sex? Mm-hmm. You gave it a seven? I'm giving it a seven because I want fucking more. And I know you okay. can do it because it is in your other books. <laughs> You can give us more. You can give us fun, like, kissy makeout mm-hmm. sessions. You can give us, like, interrupted scenes. Like, she's lo- she's done that so many times where, like, yeah, you're right. Max and Zay were, like, almost going to have sex, but then, like, half the bear population walks into the house to eat cake <laughs> or something, you know? She can do it. So, yeah, it's a great scene, and I fucking am going to listen to it again when I need to get off on shit, but... <laughs> It's a seven because you can do more. This is a 12-hour book. It's just true. It's fucking long. You can do it more. It's fucking long. Give me more. Or reclassify your book as not a romance. Okay. One of the two. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. That makes a lot of sense. I, <laughs> I, I think that's a justifiable seven. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I I was like, it was really good. It was one of the best, I think, that I've read or that I've heard. But you're right. I do want more. I want a whole lot more. Yeah. Because they're so good. They're but so you're, good. I mean, with the fucking makeout scenes and the intense buildup that just leads to, you know, the good scene that's going to happen. Yeah. That definitely needed to be included. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. And then for the book, one, two, three, seven. seven. Yeah. I'm yeah. sticking with seven because, again, you know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But I think we kind of have moved away from our core kind of book. Yes. It's just kind of escaped us and moved into a different way. So mm-hmm. I agree. Well, cool. Okay. Um. Yay. Next book we are reading. So this wrapped up season four, year four, whatever. We don't really do seasons so much on this podcast, but <laughs> I kind of track them. So so year four is over. Thank you, guys. This was yes, been fun. Yes, thank you. Um, and now we're going to enter year five with In the Blood by Ariel Dawn. And uh, we will be interviewing her for that yeah. episode. So come back next time for that. Yes, it should be fun. We haven't done an interview for a while. So it has um, been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and we've got this one and a couple of others coming up. So, you know, look forward we to that. do. We do. We like to pack them all in together and then go <laughs> long stretches without any <laughs> make to make life real fun fun for ourselves read books (laughs) in the meantime we hope to hear from everyone we love talking to you guys on our social media or in email you can find us anywhere at dirty books instagram facebook twitter or you can email us directly at dirtybooks at gmail.com in all those places it is with three h's and you can visit us on our website at dirtybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts and thank you jim Towson, for the music and uh yeah this has been great we will see you guys later this is Selah and this is kalina bye bye yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylet. Be sure to tune in to the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. <laughs>